And we are live on a, I'm just going to say this tonight. I am so pumped up for this Nick game tonight. Biggest game. I talked to my good friend, Jeremy Gorin today. Biggest regular season game since 2013. I'm fired up. We're playing for fourth place tonight. The Knicks are hot. Mr. You know what? I'm going to Mr. Kirkpatrick tonight because you got the Nick hat on, baby. Are you and ready to go? This good luck Nick's hat off. I, I think it's been on for about three weeks uh, straight on the show. Uh, as long as we're hot, this hat's staying on. Let's go, I baby. Let's go. I ain't changing a thing. The K&K Sports Show, DK Apparel, Coach Breslin, the Knicks hat. I ain't changing anything with, with except my underwear. That's the only thing I'm changing in this in this outfit. Is the underwear? Let's go! Let's go! I'm I'm superstitious. I ain't changing a thing. Let's go! Seven and eight in a row tonight. Let's, Let's go. go! And Mr. Make sure, you take, make sure you take a shower though. <laughs> oh yeah, well. What's up, Mr. Siciliano? How are you? I'm good. By the way, there was breaking news. I'm gonna get to the comments in a second, but there were break. There was breaking news, and I was gonna send this to you before, sis. At, I believe it was at last night's Knicks game. There was a certain draftee at Madison Square Garden wearing, you ready, Kenny? A New York Yankee hat. Who was that guy, Mr. Siciliano? The one and only, DS. It was Devontae Smith. What does he know? What does it I got mean? A be- I got a better one for you. I had him. They had him with a giant jersey on. Listen, I don't know. I think something's going to happen. I think that they're going to get Waddle or him. But let me get to the comments right out of the they're gate. Gonna, they're going to trade down. Hey, go get a receiver, Giants. We'll get into that in a second. Coach Breslin saying, what's up, guys? Our good friend Henry Zimanoff saying, another news, the NFL will release the entire 2021 regular season schedule on May 12th, which would be 11 days after the draft. I love, I love the... The schedule day, release day. I love that day. Um, and ten Carson, our good friend Carson from Ticket Time. Have a good, have a great show, Legends. Thank you, Mr. Carson. No, no, Carson's the legend. Go check. Oh, him he out is the legend. Ticket. He is. Go check out Ticket Time, Carson. I'll be checking you out around ten thirty. Maybe Mr. Sissel join with the woodshed. <laughs> Sis, me and Sis were on Saturday night. You, you need bio coins, Kenny, to do that. Me and Sis were on. So what do you got tonight, Mr. Kirkpatrick? Because I'm wired up with this Nick game. I got it right here. I'm ready to roll. I set up the TV, um, special TV set up. I'm ready to roll. I'll give you updates. I got Jeff tonight, giving Tonight we'll mix it up a little bit for everybody. What tonight, we got going? Tonight we'll do a little uh, NFL draft is next week. and Everybody's doing their mock drafts. Everybody's saying who's going to get picked, the best picks of all time. So tonight we're going to mix it up. And I'm going to do something with you guys. We're going to do every team of the last century. So the 20, 2000 to, to, to 2020, every team's worst draft pick. By the I'll way, Kenny, I got to hold you for one second. Coach Breslin is asking Carson, does he take dodge coins? <laughs> so I got to make sure Carson got that. I'm sorry, Kenny. Go ahead. No, no. We'll do some draft busts. So we'll change it up a little bit this week. We'll do the draft busts this week. Uh, 
We'll do surprising NBA teams. You know, we've been talking about the Knicks. That's number, you know, they're going to be on the list, but there are some other ones out there. So I want to, want to talk about them. Okay. Of course, our two famous segments in the first hour are Rapid Fire with Sis, always famous segment on this show. And in the second hour, we'll do his Rapid Trivia, which is becoming a hit as well. And Kurt's bringing back another all-in on the fence. And Bronco Mania, Stump Kurt. And I think we're going to start it off with a new style of news segment. I'm going to introduce, Kurt, a segment I'm calling Take 5. Okay, real quick, Eddie Murphy saying every Giants draft since 2011 has been bad, LOL. They haven't been great. They haven't been great, but... There's one one out there that stands out, in my opinion, in the last 20 years. And uh, stick around, Ed. We're going to get to that shortly. All right. So we're going Kenny's top five, a new segment tonight? Take five. It's take oh, five. Kenny's take five. Okay. Take five is uh, some some news throughout the week, weeks, you know. So I got five five little stories. Take a minute each on each one of these, up to a minute each. We'll run through these quick. Audience can, you know, participation as well, comment in. We'll read your comments as well. Uh, take one, fellas. A couple weeks ago, the NFL announced they're going to go to a 17-game season. Simple question to start it off. And I'll start with Kurt. What are your thoughts on 17-game season? It's one more game, one less preseason game. So give me your overall thoughts on it. How could you not like it? It's real football. It's going to matter. You know, there's going to be no more with the eight and eights. It's going to, I think, throw a, a wrench into – how the playoffs are, you know, um, you know, now you're, you know, nine and eight and it's, it's going to keep extra teams for an extra week alive. I'm, I'm all down for it. Uh, one more comment, Henry Zimanoff, don't forget about the Denver Nuggets. They came off an epic double overtime win two nights ago, looking to have an encore performance tonight against Portland. Jamal Murray gone. Denver is not though. The Nuggets watch them in the West. So that's my thought, Kenny. I like it a lot. You like it a lot, yeah. Sis, how about you? You like the extra game? Do you think it's gonna, you know? No, I don't. I don't like it. They should just open it up to uh, an extra two teams in the playoffs. Extra game means extra people getting hurt, and uh, that's my opinion on that. Sis, Coach Breslin just said it's all about money. I hope there are not more injuries. So great point. Of course, that's exactly I, the I, problem. I like Kurt's Kurt's answer, and I like Sis's answer. So I'm I like play. Sis's answer too with the two playoff teams. I'm going to play right in the middle. Uh, I think the Giants, sis, I think I don't, we're playing the Dolphins. You guys, Kurt, you're playing the Lions. Week 17, is that going to draw, like, if, I'm just saying, if the Giants and Dolphins are out of the playoffs, is that going to draw an audience? I think no. what would draw an audience is if you made it your nearest, like, NFC, AFC, Giants, Jets every year. Denver with their closest uh NFC. Uh, well, Kenny, best, what do you well, think about this though? So the one bad thing is what if the last couple of years, week 17 has been awesome because you've had division titles, right? You had Washington and Philly um, on that Sunday night game to go over the division. You know, you had Giants, Cowboys. That's the one thing I agree with you. You are going to lose. Henry saying Broncos versus the Lions in an extra game, huh? Now that's something Carson would like, or Eddie Murphy. Maybe should have added another bye week. Week 17, we should be playing an NFC team. No AFC team. I know, you, you do lose that. I, I don't know. I guess it, I'm torn with you, Kenny, because like you're saying, you're going to lose that division rate, rate, the division matchups, but... 
I don't know. It's another week of football. Coach Breslin saying, who's going to a game that does not mean anything in the cold weather? It is good for games that mean something. Yep. I I like I, I, I like the rivals. Create new rivals. That's that's what I think they should do. If they're gonna experiment with an extra game, I'm 60-40 with not doing it. I like sis adding two more playoff teams. I like that too. Play in game like the like the NBA is doing, adding a play in game, a you know, a play in team to get into the playoffs. Two teams that are on the brink of a wild card, have them face off against each other right. for playoff spot you know so you know just a little quick take one on on that so we're a little i guess i'd say we're we're 50 almost as close as 50 50 on it as you can so okay kurt's, kurt's a little more for it kurt's sis is a little more against it i'm a little of both i'm, I'm about 60 40 for it so i'm closer to 50 50 but 60 40 if i had to choose one okay take, take two fellas Alex Smith announced his retirement. Sis, thoughts on his career, his early days, and life after his devastating injury. Where does he go from here? Again, I think he had a great career. I think he showed a lot of um, resilience in coming back. And I think it's a great move that he retired. He, and he said it best in the post the other day. He wants to spend time with his family and his kids. He doesn't want to be in a wheelchair the rest of his life. I mean, there's certain things people, they don't really sit down and rationalize it out. But that's my take on that. Thank you. Kurt, what's your take? You know, how could you? How could I not agree with what Sis just said about, you know, it got to the point, oh, by the way, Coach Breslin saying happy for him. Great player. I think he gets back in the game somewhere eventually. You know, I mean, they had him last year and they were saying, you know, is he going to get, you know, injured like truly again injured by being out there like people were worried um they also said you know you, you know he, you can't put this guy in at the end but hey great career um the thing i'm gonna say is he's you know your quote-unquote game manager nothing wrong with that i mean you know I, i'm not gonna i, I don't want to get crazy with this but and i don't want to bash the guy because he had a great career but again you know was in san francisco couldn't get over the hump. Was in Kansas City. Couldn't get over the hump. They got over the hump when Kaepernick took over. They got over the hump when Mahomes took over. So, but a great career. You know, I think coach, like, hey, you would be a great offensive coordinator, some kind of coach or something like that. But uh, hats off to him. And what he did, what was remarkable is how he came back from that injury. Because I watched that story, me and Jen, and that was just crazy how, I mean, the guy, you know, could have died on the table. So I gave him crazy. Yep. yep. Kenny, yeah, by absolutely. the way, by the way, Manny DeLima saying good evening, guys. He's checking in. Manny, thank you. How, how you doing, Manny? Hope all is well. Yeah, no, I agree. Again, I agree with both you guys what you said. You know, he got hurt last year, and I think that opened him up. You know, he was he was a he was a sitting duck for Blitz. Wait a minute. I don't know if this is true, but I just got a picture from Manny, and it's him with taking a picture with Dak Prescott. And he said, I was like a little kid. I guess it's true. But, hey, that's his quarterback. That's his okay. guy. If it is, it's a great picture. I got to put that. We got to post that up. Uh, sis, Lynn Marie saying good evening, gentlemen. What's up, Lynn? 
No, I, you know, good take on that too. You know, the guy got hurt. I think I think he's got a career in either broadcasting or coaching. Yeah. You know, get him in as a quarterback coach, you know, coach mentor the young kids, you know. Anybody who's overcome that kind of injury, you know, so be it. I think I think he's got a career <laughs> when he wants to come back to the NFL in either coaching or broadcasting. Very intelligent guy. I, I think he goes on from so good take on that one, fellas. Take three. Chet Holmgren, number one high school recruit. Lands in Gonzaga, fellas. Will we finally see a Gonzaga team crowned national champion? Kurt, your take. My take is it's just absolutely amazing what um, Mark Few and his program has done. You know, you took little Gonzaga – and they're getting the number one recruited player in America. Um, I think it's amazing. You know, hey, they had Suggs this year. Now they got the number one kid. You know what? <laughs> hey, they're going to win it. They're going to win it. Uh, you know, listen, Baylor was better. But to get the number one recruit in the country, I'll say this. Gonzaga's not going away. They might just be getting stronger. Sis, what's your take on Gonzaga landing the number one recruit. No, no. They had their shot this year. They got eaten alive. They're done. Again, this is great because you guys are one side or the other. I'm going 60-40 with cysts on this one. Okay. Because what I did, I told you if I remember tournament time, Sis and Curry, you remember this. I did not like Gonzaga going into tournament, and Sis agreed with me. I saw too much of a hot dog in from a Gonzaga team that I've never seen before. Like they're, they thought that they were never going to lose. And that's a good thing to have, but the showboat. And then, you know, I was watching the game against, uh, I think it was UCLA and they're pointing to the crowd, you know, and right. that's good, but, but it's going to fire up the other teams. And that's something I never seen in a Gonzaga team. And uh, I'm a little more 60, 40. So they got to go back to the, you know, reality check. And just because you're the number one recruit doesn't mean you get to showboat. Right. I want you getting a fair shake, fair chance. If somebody outplays you, you're sitting on the bench. You're not automatically in if you're not producing. And and I don't want to see that, you know, and that, I don't know if I like this kid Suggs coming into the NBA. He looks like a little bit of a hot dog to me. Uh, so Coach Breslin saying, oh, I'm sorry, Kenny, Coach Breslin, the rich get richer, but they have to play a tougher schedule. Good for them. He is a good coach and recruiter. Um, I, he's also saying he would agree with Sis. I don't think they win one anytime soon. We're getting uh, another comment from a Maria O'Connor Crispiano saying, hey. Hey, Maria. So, a friend of mine, Maria. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. All right, fellas, let's go to take four. This one I get to start with Sis. Brian Cashman the other night said he's not worried about the Yankees' slow start. Yet most of the team, minus I would say Garrett Cole and DJ LeMayu, is underachieving. What's your take on this, Sis? Do you believe Brian Cashman or is he just covering up? What's your take on this whole situation, the Yankees? Um you know, he's juggling the lineup. He's telling Boone what to do. Obviously, they moved it around last night. They went from uh, – they took Frazier and Hicks and Odor out, and they put in Gardner, Tuckman, and um, 
Who else did they put in there? One other guy. Anyway, tonight, what does he do? He goes right back to Frazier and Hicks. And, and, and you get the same results. It, he, he, here's a question. Is Boone and Cashman gone if the Yankees don't make the playoffs this year? Now, I'll throw that out to you. I'll answer that question, and then we'll get Kurt's take. I'll yeah. answer that question. Yeah. Is Boone is gone. The Cashman, until he wants to retire, will be a GM. Okay. I don't know if you agree with that, Kurt, but I just want to. Well, I, see, I'm, I'm more with Sis because I'll tell you why. I'm with Sis because, like, like he's saying, Boone's the little puppet for 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 Cashman. So Cashman. how you know, I it doesn't surprise me that he's saying I'm not worried. But what's he gonna say? My my peop, my players are underachieving because the manager. He's the one that's making the decisions. Like Sis is saying, Boone ain't going there today. Saying I'm sitting this guy and that guy. They're telling him. You're playing him. You're playing him. You're going to put this eye, and it's just a bad look um, overall. So I'm going to say, I don't know if he, he he's lying that he's not worried, but, you know, listen, they both should go if they don't make the playoffs. couple comments. Um, Eddie Murphy saying he's covering up. He doesn't want to say Boone sucks either way because he wants that man. Sparky McDougal, they haven't shown up, and they won't show up. Hard to think they will see third place any time this season. Coach Breslin, he has to say that. I think they have to get pitching. I think the hitting will come around. But if they can't pitch, they will not win the division. Very man, true. We've been saying it for two years, Coach Breslin. Yeah. Two years. No pitching. What's up, Sparky? <laughs> Thanks for joining the, the show tonight. Uh, yeah, no, again, I, 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 I think there's a little bit of a, a cover up as well. I don't think the Yankees, I said it from the beginning and I'll say it every week. This is the first time since Kurtz know me and we've known each other for 40 years that I have had no confidence in a Yankee team. None. And I'll die hard Yankee fan like sis always will be to the day I die. No confidence in this team. Things need to be shaken up over there before. I get any confidence back in this team. So every week I'll bring that up. Every week I'm going to have the same answer. No confidence in this team. I think Cashman is a little worried and he's just hiding it. So that's my answer on that. And my last take on debut of take five, start with Kurt. Of these Major League Baseball teams I mentioned right here, who has the best chance at remaining a surprise team in Major League Baseball. The Royals, 9 and 7, Mariners, 11 and 7, Red Sox, 12 and 6, Brewers, 10 and 7, Giants, 11 and 7, A's, 11 and 7, and in parentheses I put they won 10 in a row. What's wow. your take on that, Kurt? Give me a give me a team that you think is going to at least give me one team and then we'll go to Sis, and then if you think others are going to last, we'll, we'll, we'll add the others in there. You know what? I've said this from day one. Who was my sleeper early on, Kenny? Do you remember who I said? Out, of that, out of that group? It was uh, the Brewers, right? Nope, Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City. I'm sorry. And I'm yep. going to stay with Kansas City. They hit. They got a little pitcher, a little pitching on the side. That division I'm not in love with. I'm going to go there. A couple more comments real quick, Kenny, before you get to Sis. Okay. Uh, Eddie Murphy saying Oakland did win. Wow, they came back 
Wow, I didn't realize that. I was doing some work around the house. I didn't see that. Bobby Blackjack saying the Miami Marlins, baby, is Bobby Blackjack's answer to that one. It's not uh, a bad one. It's not a bad one. We These got are, uh, Manny Manny DeLima's going with the Brewers. Okay. Um, Matt Staffiero, our great friend from Colorado, saying at least they aren't as bad as the Rockies meeting the Yankees with the combination with the manager, you know, with the GM and all that stuff over there. Um, Kyle Tuck is checking in with us from YouTube saying, what's worse, the batting lineup or the pitching staff? The pitching staff for me with the Yankees he's talking, he's referring to. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's a good question that we should answer in a second. We'll answer that question in a second. Let's get Sis's take on his surprise team. So you got the Royals. Who do you think is going to continue to be a surprise team, Sis? Um. Toronto Blue Jays, they're red hot. The Blue Jays? Mm -hmm. That's a good one. I didn't have them written down here like the Marlins. Uh, I'm going to say the Red Sox, and I hate to say that as a Yankee fan. Well, you know what, Kenny? They have the offense. You know, it's if the pitching comes along. You know, Evaldi, they got Garrett Richards. They, You know, Sale comes back and gives them anything. Watch out, you know. That's a scary little team. They do have Bogarts, J.D. Martinez. You know, they still got some players. They're over. down four nothing. This is hot Red Sox are up four nothing right now. The Blue Jays are up four nothing or the Red Sox? Blue Jays four nothing over the Red Sox. Okay, so let's answer that question real quick and then we'll get into the football. What's worse, the Yankees pitching or the or the hitting, sis? <laughs> Again, it's a great question, but if I have to choose one, they can't hit. They can't hit. I'm gonna go and, and, and I don't see I don't see it getting better. Like everybody's just waiting for them to explode. I don't see it happening. That's just me. I, I agree 100%. Sis, if I had to choose one, it, it is a great question. I, if I had to choose one, it's the hitting because once we face, like Kurt says it all the time, once you face good pitching, you go into a a short series in the playoffs, and you got a top pitching team. You ain't you know that hitting's not doing it. So they won, a, they won a game last night because of the pitching, not because of the hitting. Right. No, I agree, sis, 100%. Kurt, you agree or disagree? Um, You know what? I I kind of agree. Like, yeah, batting is the pitching is uh, the batting is the problem now. By the way, Eddie Murphy saying, I don't know how Garcia didn't make the Yankee, this ro Yankee rotation. But that's the problem. I just think down the road for where they want to be, the problem is the pitching. You know, they did not get better. You can't tell me getting Kluber as your number two, or I have Domingo Herman, I got Suri, you know, Severino. Um, like Manny's saying right now, Yankees pitching has always been the problem. Amen to that. It has. And, not, and, and they get away with it now because they play bad teams. Like, they'll start playing Baltimore and teams like that. But when it comes to the money time, like Manny's saying, I'm 100% agree with him. They do not have the pitching. They cannot go toe-to-toe -to -toe with these teams with pitching. They're going to do, you know, sis, they're going to do, sis, the same old garbage. All right, let's go three innings and play the bullpen. You're not going to win a world championship what happens, like that. You're just not. Not to, cut, not to cut you off, Kurt. What happens when we play the Rays? Rays can't. Rays don't have better on paper. Nope. Lineup than us. Nope. But they got better pitching than us. Yep. Glass now and Charlie uh, uh, Rich Hill. You know, last year they had Charlie Morton and Blake Snell. They know how to beat the Yankees. They're yes, in they the do. Yankees head. They're in the Yankees' head. How do you beat the Yankees? Pitching. Yes, they do.
Bone out. You're not going to go out there and try and out slug them. That's why the Twins never beat the Yankees. Mm-hmm. You know, these teams like the Rays. Watch the White Sox when the White Sox play the Yankees this year. That pitching staff, I have no confidence in the Yankees winning any of them games. Mm-hmm. You're going up against uh, Giolito. You're going up against Lance Lynn and Dallas Keuchel. You better hope you have Cole pitching three games that series. Mm-hmm. So, well, that was my debut at Take 5. I hope everybody liked it. No, awesome. Great segment. Very good. good I think, job. I think we'll bring it back. I enjoyed doing that with you guys. Uh, how about a little NFL draft time, guys? Sure, absolutely. Man, hey, you know what? Manny just hit it on the head again. They go after these big money bats, but they don't produce. And you know what, sis? We, you and I talked about this. I think you were here for dinner. We were talking about it with hoops one night. When you look at those great Yankee championship teams, right in the the you know the late nineties and all that stuff, think about it. They didn't spend. They had. Tino Martinez, you know, Paul O'Neill. Okay, Bernie was a star, but not like um the big name stars, you know, like they had the, you know, even Jeter was on the younger. Those guys like were hungry, you know, bunt, hustle, steal, do whatever. These guys, like Manny's saying, it's I'm gonna get up, don't even think I'm gonna bunt. I'm not gonna steal. I'm gonna try to hit a home run. It just doesn't work. It doesn't. They had a real manager back in the day. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah. That's a great point, sis. So, so, like I said, next week's the NFL draft. We're going to have a little mock draft next, you know, draft preview show next Wednesday. We're going to, Carson and I are going to do a, a little show for you guys on Thursday. We're going to analyze the show. We're going to be uh, broadcasting live. We'll do something for you guys on, on, on the different channels. Uh, but this week, let's do the draft bust. So I'll, it's not going to be a contest, guys. It's not going to be anything like that. But I'm going to give you guys clues just to see if you guys can get them with, with the clues on who each of these draft day busts of the last century. So we're not talking all time, just like last century, last 20 years. Uh, Kenny, first- before you get started, our good friend Mark Calderio. Good evening, guys. What is going on? I have been busy with Junior's baseball team. Nice. Hope all is well, Mark. What's up, Mark? Nice, Mark. Uh, first team I got listed here is the Houston Texans. Anybody want to take a shot in the dark? Yeah, the worst draft right here. Before, before I even give clues. Yeah, David Carr. Bingo. Bang. He was the first first ever draft pick by their team, and he was uh, quarterback in Fresno State. Never really panned out to the to the, but in his defense, he was the first pick of a team that was an expansion team in his defense. Do you think, and we, and we don't have to, like some of these guys will just go through because they're not as popular. But if you want to talk about a guy for a couple minutes, we can, fellas. Okay. I think on David Carr is Kurt. If he was on a different team, do you think he would have had a better career? I mean, I think a little better. I mean, that was probably the worst offensive line ever assembled. He was running for his life. He got sacked the most. But um, I don't know. I don't know how much more confidence I would have in him, but he would definitely be better than what he did over there Cause just because the offensive line alone. Yeah. Any takes on anything on David Carr, Sis? You want me to move on? No, you can move on. All right, let's see if Sis gets this one. This is the Arizona Cardinals, Sis. He was a Heisman Trophy win- winner in college. He was a lefty quarterback, and he went to USC, or the clues I'll give you. Matt Liner. Yes. 
That was a bust, I would say, for sure. He was all hyped up, Sports Illustrated. I remember Kurt with the Sports Illustrated. Yep. We actually gave that Sports Illustrated to Mark. Yeah. (laughs) Mark got that Sports Illustrated. Mark just got that Sports Illustrated. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a complete bust. Anything on him, Kurt, or just... No, I mean again, it was one of one of the best college teams. Like I, you know, we I remember me and Sis watching it, and Sis called it though. Sis said Texas is going to outright upset them, and uh, you know what? Sis was right because Texas and Vince Young beat him, but he was a good college quarterback. Again, he had so much talent around them, so you really don't know. But um, just never made it in the pros. Nope, yeah, he, he very disappointing pro season for him. Uh, I got the Detroit Lions next. This guy was picked number two in 2003. He was a wide receiver, and he went to our friend Carson's Michigan State. Oh. It's older, so it's 2003, so, you know, might might not, you know, he really was a big-time bust. Was was, it Moore? Last name Moore? No, no. You're on the right track. I'll give it to you guys. Charles Rogers. (sighs) I don't remember him much. Oh, Mark had it. Mark had it. Mark had it. Charles Rogers. Charles Rogers, complete bust. Michigan State. We never really knew too much about him because he played for Detroit. So you'd only see him on the Thanksgiving Day game because Detroit wasn't good back then. By the way, Henry saying, what's the all-time worst pick each year for the Broncos? So you got to get to that one in a second. Oh, you know what? We'll do that in Broncomania. Okay, we'll do that in Broncomania. Good. Kurt, Kurt's Bronco mania. We'll do that with him. Okay. But all right, I'll skip to the, let's, I'll, I'll jump ahead. I'll go to the Broncos right now for Henry on the list. I have here, Kurt, no clues. The only clue you're getting Kurt is that you have his Jersey. And the clue I'll give to the audience is he went to Memphis. I don't have that Jersey. <laughs> you don't No. You're talking about Paxton Lynch, but I don't have that Jersey. Yeah. He was, uh, oof. That I was bad. I listed in the, the century, but the Broncos have had some bad ones. We'll that get was bad. Them. We'll get into them. Baltimore Ravens, this one, they didn't have too many bad picks, so this isn't terrible. I'll do this one quick. 19th pick in 2003, so the same year as Charles Rogers. He was a quarterback, and he went to the University of Cal, Berkeley, California. Kyle Bowler? Yes. This guy's on here because of his off. Is this the Atlanta Falcons? He's on here, sis, because of his off the field antics. He was a number one pick. He was also a lefty quarterback. He went to Virginia Tech. And his off field antics was the dog fighting. So the team released him. Too easy. That's, that's way too easy. Yeah, really want yeah, no, these yeah. aren't meant to be hard. These are just oh, okay. okay. I'm not yeah. making it a contest. This isn't oh, a okay. That's cool. <laughs> if you wanted to say anything about Vic, like if any, I, if anybody, I, I was just disappointed that they let him back into the league. If anybody doesn't know, but as soon as you said the dog fight, I mean, yeah, it's a shame because the kid he was a phenomenal athlete, but yeah. again, went down a wrong road. And when you go down a wrong road, you can't make a left and you can't make a right. So. Our draft bust so far, David Carr for the Texans, Matt Leinert for the Cardinals, Charles Rogers for the Lions, Kyle Bowler for the Ravens, Michael Vick for the Falcons, and Paxton Lynch for the Broncos. Kenny, couple comments. Let me get caught up. We're getting a Lily Mama saying hello. Hi. Hello. Friend of mine. 
Friendly or assist, thank you for joining. Mark Calderio saying the worst giant one is Dave Brown. Paul, Mul- Paul Mulvaney is saying the Jet one has to be Blair Thomas, and I agree with that. I think that this was number two. This is just century, though. These aren't from the 1990s. Oh, okay, the century. Uh, yeah. Henry's saying, and then they say the Pac-12 is the Conference of Champions, knowing some players drafted to different teams had Ralph outings in most seasons. Yeah. This one's for Kurt. This is the Rams. I'm going to see if he gets it. It's kind of hard. It might be hard. Number two pick in 2014. Number two pick? Yes. He was an offensive tackle. Oh, um. And he went to your boys. Yeah, Auburn wasn't University. it Greg Robinson? Greg Robinson. Very good. Yeah, that was. A- some of these, like I said, I'm going to breeze through some of these fast to pick yeah. up the, the time a little bit. Panthers, fellas. Although he wasn't a first round pick. He's still a bust. And, okay. He went to the University of Notre Dame. He was a quarterback. And Cam Newton replaced him. Go ahead, sis. I know who he is, but go ahead, sis. I know who it is, too. Let's see if the audience got any. Give them a few seconds. Okay. So the clues are not a first-round pick. He was a second-round pick. He was he went to University of Notre Dame. He's a quarterback, and he was replaced by Cam Newton. Paul saying, "Okay, if he can't take Blair Thomas. He's taking D. Miller, the corner from Sisses, Alabama." <laughs> oh, I got a better one on there, Paul. Brady Quinn. <laughs> Nobody on the audience. Who, who are your guesses? Brady Quinn. No, Brady was on different teams, sis. I think I got it, Kenny. Go ahead. Jimmy Clausen. Yes, Jimmy Clausen. Good guess. Here's a good one. Here's a good one. Bengals. 17th overall pick out of Georgia. He was a linebacker. Oh, that's my boy. And he's an ESPN college game day analyst. I know who he is. I know him. <laughs> Can I say him? Go ahead. David Pollock. Yep. He looked the same in the picture when he got drafted. You know what? He me. was sis, you remember him? Good. You remember him in uh, Georgia? He, he was a great player, man. He was a great player. I think he got hurt, right? Didn't he get hurt? Yeah. I think he was a good player. Yeah. Didn't he play safety in the pros? You know what? He didn't play as much. Mark Caldero saying uh, Pollock. He didn't play much. I I mean, I know he was an outside linebacker in college. I'm not right. sure where he ended up, but uh, he didn't play much. I know that. It was like short. He had a short career. Okay. All right. So our next one I have. Chargers. No clues needed. No, I know who it is. <laughs> That's Ryan the easiest Leaf. one on the board. Easiest one on the board. Mr. Leaf. Like, Colts, this is a guy I'd never heard of, so I'm going to breeze through this one pretty quick. If, you, if anybody knows, I'll give him a chance. 2013 linebacker, 24th pick. He played three seasons with the Colts. He had six and a half sacks. He went to Florida State University. And the last clue I'll give, he was a German-born player. I have no it's idea. hard. I never heard of this. Bjorn Werner. 
I did hear. I, I, I remember the name. I don't. I, I would never I don't guess remember that. that name. But you've seen a lot of these guys. Two thousand thirteen. That was labeled the worst draft in NFL history. By the way, a little fun fact there. That was two thousand thirteen. Was the the worst ranked NFL draft. So you're gonna see a lot of players from two thousand thirteen here. Sis Browns. You said this guy a couple seconds ago. Two thousand seven. He was the twenty second pick. He's a college quarterback, college quarterback for Notre Dame, and he's a CBS sports analyst. Brady Quinn. That's correct. Jaguars. I was high on this guy, Kurt, when he came out. I think when fantasy football just starting out, I always want I wanted this guy on my team. He was a complete bust for me. Wide receiver for Jacksonville. 2012, fifth pick. In two years, he had six touchdowns, injury-plagued seasons, and he went to Oklahoma State. A lot of off-field problems. Oh, man. Come on, Paul. Do you have this one, Mark? Oklahoma State, and he went to Jacksonville. Yep. Complete bust. I want When he was in there, I thought he could be a monster. But I'm not bust. sure. I'm going to throw it out there, guys, because I'm going to breeze through these a little faster. Justin Blackman. Ah, Justin Blackman. Yep. Here we go. Let's see if you guys remember this name. 2016, he was a second-round NFL draft pick. The Buccaneers traded with the Kansas City Chiefs to move up to get this guy. He's a field goal kicker. Considered one of the best ever. Oh, the Florida State kid, right? Florida State. He lasted a little over a year in the NFL. Ah, what was his name? He was. And then got released. Yeah. Something with something with an S. No, going once. Anybody going twice? Anybody? I'm gonna give you Roberto Aguayo. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I knew Rob he was Neely's I knew Titans. he was the Florida State kid. Our good friend Rob Neely's Titans are up. Jock Jake Locker. Yep, you didn't even need a clue. They didn't there. even need a clue on that he replaced one. Vince Young. Washington football team, Coach Breslin. Anybody else out there who's Washington? They didn't want a clue last century. 2012. Number two pick. Come on, Kurt. Come on, sis. Struggle to stay healthy. Oh, RG3. RG3. It's kind of crazy, though, when we say he was a bust. He was rookie of the year. I know. His injuries got him. Yeah. Jets are coming up, Paul, if you're out there still. Got the Chiefs first. Sixth pick in 2012. I don't know this name. Well, I know this name because he's still playing. He was the sixth pick in 2012 for the Chiefs. He did nothing at all with Kansas City. I don't think he even played for Kansas City because he had off-the-field issues, drug issues. He went to University of North Carolina, and he's still in the league today. I might be – I think he might be with the Dolphins, or he played with the Dolphins. Defensive lineman. Dimitri Poe? Nope. I got Ryan Sims. I would never guess that. No. Here's the Jets, Paul. And sis, I think you might get you might have a shot at getting this one. Sixth pick, 2008, defensive end. He played three seasons. Oh, with the- I know, I know it. 
He had zero sacks, and he went to the Ohio State Buckeyes. Any guesses out there? Go ahead, Kurt. Golston. Vernon Golston. He was bad. Here's a name I never heard of for the Eagles, and that's, you know, and you know it's bad when you've got a bust and you never even heard of the guy. Offensive tackle, two, offensive tackle 2011. He was a Canadian firefighter who didn't pick up football to the age of 22. Eagles took him in the first round, and he went to Baylor University. Danny Watkins. Never heard of him. Again, uh, yeah, that's, that's bad when you have a player you never heard of. You know it's a bust. Builds, I think you guys will get this one. Here's a good one for the Viva Los Builds guys. Yeah, see if they get this one tomorrow on their show. 2013, he was the 16th pick. He was a quarterback. Never threw for more than 11 touchdowns in a season. And he went to Florida State University. Again, 2013. What was it, Kurt? E.J. Manuel. Absolutely. 2005, Minnesota Vikings selected this wide receiver, number seven. He played three seasons, three touchdowns, total touchdowns, and he went to University of South Carolina. I was probably with Spurrier, right? South Carolina, no idea. Eddie, uh, Paul just got EJ Manuel. I, I, I don't know. South Carolina receiver? It had to be Spurrier, right? 2005? I guess. Who is it? Troy Williamson. Another name I never really heard of too much. Defensive tackle, number six pick, 2003. Three seasons, he had a whopping one and a half sacks. And he went to the University of Georgia. He is Jonathan Sullivan. Bears, here's a good one, a name that I totally forgot about. You might get it, Kurt. 2005, number four pick, running back. Oh, uh, the Penn State, Curtis Enos. No. Played three years in Chicago and went to the University of Texas. Not Ricky Williams. No. Cedric Benson. There you go. Another easy one. Give some to Sis. Raiders. Number one pick, Sis, 2007. He was... Considered an overweight quarterback out of LSU. No clue. Number one pick, Kurt. That's got to be Russell. Demarcus Russell. There you go. I'm going to give Sis the Giants one, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Number nine pick in 2015 by our old GM, Jerry Reese, Sis. Offensive tackle. He's currently playing for the Miami Dolphins and went to Miami University. I could see his face. He was terrible. I know you're talking. You know who it is. I think it's Flowers, isn't Eric, it? Yep. Yep. Flowers. Eric, Eric Flowers. He's right still here. in the league? Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, he's selling popcorn at the concession. Paul place. said Flowers. Paul's got it. 
The other ones I'm not going to really go through. We've got Aaron Curry uh, for Seattle. He was a complete bust. But that was a little just take on the draft. You know, instead of getting all the good players out, let's get the busts out of the way. Okay. So that was a little take on the NFL draft. Hope you guys enjoyed that. But now, now it's that time, Kurt. I hope you're ready. I don't know well, if listen, I Listen, I'm ready. Look at the background on the screen. I showed sis today. The I'm, green screen's I'm, ready. I never know what to expect here. No, I have no time. idea what's coming out of this tonight. It's time. And we need sound effects for rapid fire with sis. Yeah, we we'll, get, we'll do something. We got to get something. We got to get the sound effects. It's time for Mr. Cisliano to take the stage. Now, these are yes, right. no answers, sis? The first one is yes and no. Okay. Yep. We're going to keep score tonight between Kenny and Kurt. Because obviously it's a yes or no answer. So we're going to start with Kurt on the first one tonight. And here we go. Albert Einstein filled most subjects except physics and math. Yes or no? Yes. Okay, correct. Kenny gets number two. The first song ever sung in space was Happy Birthday. Yes or no? No. Minus. <laughs> Go to Kurt. What was it, sis? Can you tell us what it was? Yeah, I'm sorry. Happy birthday. Oh, no, no, I'm saying I, I didn't mean that. Yeah, that was a stupid question. <laughs> Obviously, it's happy birthday. Okay. Kurt, first country to use a postcard was the United States of America. Yes or no? No. Correct. Two uh -huh. to one. We go to Mr. Kirkpatrick. Uh, let's see. A male canary has a better voice than a female canary. Yes or no? Mr. Kenny. I'm going to say a yes. Male, a male canary. Okay, you got one. There you go, Kenny. You're coming out. Go to Curzel. Tea contains more caffeine than coffee and soda. Tea contains more caffeine than coffee and soda. Yes. Yes. True. Or, yes. True. Or, yes or no. True. Nope. Minus. Oh. I thought tea teases the caffeine. Um. Nope. Okay. Move on. Move on. Kenny. A dog has an appendix. Yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Another minus. <laughs> Could Kurt. tell I didn't pay attention in the science class. In Bio. The... Kurt, Bill Gates is the founder of Amazon. Yes or no? No. Correct. Uh, exactly. Paul saying Knicks and Hawks are tied at 48. I'm watching it right here. Great game. Knicks were up seven. Atlanta went on a 14-0 run, and the Knicks have come back to tie it. Derrick Rose is having a great one. So go ahead. I'm sorry, Kenny. All right. Kenny. Mice have more human, have more bones than a human. Yes or no? Mice. Yes. Correct. That's a plus for Kenny. Go to Kurt. JFK is one of four presidents on route on Mount Rushmore. Yes or no? President Kennedy. No. Correct. Kurt's doing pretty good tonight with this. Damn right. Kenny, 
The first barcode on a product was chewing gum. Yes or no? First barcode that they ever Paul used. Paul saying JFK, no? Hmm. Yes. Correct. Go to Kurt. The, v the Beatles are a famous rock group from Manchester, United Kingdom in England. Yes or no? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Paul, Paul's gonna be Paul's gonna Paul's gonna be mad at that. Paul, because Paul's a big music guy. Paul's gonna be you mad. You phoned your friend there because Che would have gotten that one. Yeah. Kenny, World War II began in 1939 when Germany invaded Poland. Wait a minute, hold on. I got a I got a correction here. What was the? Can you go back to the question with the Beatles, Mister Sis, please? The Beatles question was, the Beatles are a famous uh, rock band from Manchester United. Okay. Answer, Paul saying Paul saying they're from Liverpool. Tell Paul to take it easy. He's not getting that tonight. <laughs> okay, so I got to take the hit on that. Okay, so I got my question, sis. It was World, World War II began 1939 when Germany, Germany invaded Poland. Yes or no? No. Wrong. Yes. <laughs> Kurt? Another subject I didn't pay attention. <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't do too good in history class. Let's see if Kurt did. The capital of Australia, Kurt, is Sydney. Yes or no? Yes. That was pretty easy. Yes, it was. Adding practice. Mr. Kilpatrick, the FIA World Cup Championship in 2002 will take place in Iran. Yes or no? <laughs> no. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> that was a good guess, Ken. <laughs> Kurt, the 2019 Nobel Prize in mathematics went to two Japanese scientists. Yes or no? No. That was a good guess. Damn right it was a good guess. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. I know you didn't know that. <laughs> Kenny. A and B is the rarest type of blood in a human. Yes or no? I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Sis. Ken, you know what, sis? If Kenny doesn't get this, Kenny works in the hospital. He should. This should be. Right. This is a knock on him if he doesn't get right. this. He, he should be docked pay for this. An A and B reading. Uh, a and B in the is the rarest type of blood in a human. Is the worst. A and type? B. Both, both A and B is the rarest blood type in a human. Yes or no? Yes. Good guess. Kurt. You, uh, Paul might get this. Kurt, you're not getting this. Freddie Mercury is the lead guitarist in the band Queen. No. What happened? No. Said no, you got lucky with that one because I know you didn't know that. I don't. I still don't no, know. It. You're pulling it out of the air, <laughs> Kenny. There are 24 time zones in the world. Yes or no? No. Wrong. <laughs> there are. Okay. Hold up. 
By the way, Paul saying Brian May is the guitarist from Queen. Well, again, we knew he was going to know that. Of one. course. Uh, hold up. Let's get my notes here. Got about five minutes left, sis, if you got five minutes of questions. Okay. Who are we up to, Kurt or Kenny? Kurt. A cube has 16 straight edges in total. Yes or no? A cube. No. Minus. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. I think we're just about finished with the yes and no segment, my friends. Okay, yep. okay tally up the score. I think Kurt got me. Kurt has. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven right, two wrong. Kenny had one, two, three, four, five right, and three wrong. Mr. Valenti won the contest. Congratulations, Mr. Valenti. Thank you, sir. What does he win, sis? Excuse me? What's, what's his prize? Um, He gets a Frosty at... Um, <laughs> Wendy's. At Wendy's. Chocolate Frosty that I never had yet. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go for lunch tomorrow and get a chocolate. I might go tonight after the after if the Knicks win, I'm gonna take Jen's car. I'm this, going they're, for a they're, Frosty. They're, they're hey, terrible. Hey, they're terrible. Are, yeah, okay. Are they really you're Kenny? Crazy. It's, Kenny, you're bad. It's soft. It's, soft it, it, it's ice cream. That's all it is. You're it's not crazy. A He's making it sound like it's the best thing since. Sis, if you off. have one, you'll be like Kurt. You're right. Trust me. He, he, he's making so it you want to get like... something good, go to, go to Mickey McDonald's and get the vanilla ice cream with the Oreo cookies in it. McFlurry. That, that sounds yeah, pretty I, damn good, too. I, I don't eat all that fattening stuff. Paul, so. said I want a free, oh. Paul said I want a free hot dog. Jen's got to make me a hot dog now upstairs on the hot dog machine. Hey, by the way, that's something I can make myself. I can make myself a hot dog on the hot dog machine. You got a hot dog machine, the ones that turn around like the old, the, like yeah, 7 Eleven has? I showed you. I sent you a picture of that, yeah. The she, one like the one fact, has. Yeah, you put it on Mr. and they spin. Jen bought it for me for like Valentine's Day, I think two years ago or something. Yeah, it's and fantastic. No idea. And how many hot dogs have you made in the two years, Kurt? Me personally? Yeah. Probably twice I probably did it, so four. But yeah, it's pretty easy. You heat it up, let it go for like five, ten minutes. I keep the hot dogs on for a while, like fifteen minutes, let them go, and uh, it's good. Yeah. Mr. Valenti wanted me to go on a scale, which I did today at the gym after my workout. I'm going to give you both in a seven-pound range how much I weigh. Kurt, you go first. The seven-pound range. Two nineteen. Could this just be worth two points for the tie, sis? No, that's a All separate right. date. We don't go there. But I'm go going a little less, sis. I'm going 215. Kenny's the winner. I was 212. Okay. <laughs> but Kurt good, was bud. right. Good. I was Kurt right was there. Back. I was there. Yeah, you were right there in the seven. I'll I was give there. you that credit. Yep, yep. All right, boys. Let's take We're ready for our second hour of the K&K &K Sports Show. Okay. Great first hour. 
great, great way to end the first hour with Sis's rapid fire. And yep. he always has us on our toes. Great job, Sis. Thank uh, you. Quick little topic to start the second hour. The surprising NBA teams, fellas. We got the Knicks and two of them facing each other tonight, the Knicks and Hawks. And then some other teams I listed down are the Suns and Jazz. Do we want to say a couple things about those three teams before we get into the Knicks, sis, Kurt? Yeah, I mean, listen, it, it just shows you what leadership does with Chris Paul. Chris Paul going to um, Phoenix, you know, with, you know, Booker and Aton and, you know, uh, but it, it Chris Paul's made the difference, you know, and um, I don't know. Again, I don't know how right now can they win the West. I don't know. But um, listen, you got the you got the point guard. That's the guy you need. So when you got a point guard and a star player, Kenny. By the way, the garden the garden must be erupting right now because they just made a basket. Efren Payton, I think uh, Peyton stole it. Hit Bullock for three, and the garden the Knicks are up four, and the garden's going nuts with two thousand people in it. Love it. So yeah, I mean. I think the Suns can make some noise out there if they get hot, you know, if they stay hot. They got the leader, like you said, in Chris Paul, and they got the star in Booker. So, you know what? That's your one-two punch right there. Just roll with it in the playoffs, and you might be able to sneak in, sneak in, be very sneaky in the playoffs. Another hot team in the West is the Jazz. I mean, all year long they've been doing it. You know, do we think they can continue it in the playoffs, guys? I mean, I don't know. Like, we've had Coach Fields on with us a couple, few weeks ago talking about the Jazz a little bit, and uh, they're doing some things out there. But mm -hmm. that's a scary team, but I don't know. That's a team that – I don't know. You know, I think I might – if I had to pick one of the two, I got more confidence in the Suns to go further than the Jazz. Right. Only because of the the leadership, like you said, with Chris Paul. Look what he did with the Thunder last year. He got that team to the playoffs. Right, game seven, I think they this lost. This year, this year they're one of the worst teams in the league. Right. You know, and that's one guy. You know, he didn't have any stars with him last year. So you know, Chris Paul had to off to him. But now, and talk. You know, you got. Let, let's talk about the team facing the Knicks today, and then then we talk about our Knicks guys. Hawks, Trey Young, John Collins, Cam Reddish, you know, just to name a few there. Another overachieving team. They're the four seed right now. Very shocked at how well they're doing this year. Uh, what are your thoughts on them? Do you think they can go make some noise in the playoffs? Okay, it says you could take it. Uh, I don't know. It's tough. They're, they're, they're hot now, so how, how can you, you know – how can you go against them? You know, they're on fire right now. They're, I agree. They're, do, they're doing the opposite of what the Yankees are doing. So, yeah, I like the Knicks. Yep. Yeah, I think the Knicks, the Hawks. I I don't know, Kurt. I think I think they're a team that isn't going to have the experience going into the playoffs, and uh, I think that could be like an upset in the first round. I I just I don't know if I. I don't know if I like that team's uh, – they're a good team. I don't know, but I think they need some more toughness. Yeah. See, what? The, uh, but I will say this. Right now, the game is 69-67. Paul just gave it to me again. I'm watching it. And the Hawks are playing their game. The Knicks, they're in an up-tempo thing. 
you know, they're, they're, and so the Hawks want to go. The Hawks want to play this push, score 140 points. That's what they want to do. Again, that come playoff time is not going to happen. It becomes more of a defensive game. We know that. But I'm saying, like, tonight, Thibodeau has to make some kind of adjustment because that is not the Knicks game. They're not going to score 140. So they better slow it down in the second half, get back to a defensive game. Thibs will make the adjustments. Um, I was, you know, saying maybe you see a little Nilakina on Trey on Trey Young, but um, I'm, I'm with you. You know, I I I don't know. I you know I I would take Miami, you know, maybe in Indiana over them. You know, I agree with you, Kenny. I I, yeah. I, I you know, and come playoffs. Well, Miami, you know, surprising teams. Let's talk. You know, I didn't do this on the uh, the agenda, but since we're a little ahead of, of schedule, but let's talk about the Knicks for a few minutes, and then I want to get into disappointing teams because there's some disappointing teams out there you know we're a little ahead of schedule so we'll talk about the Knicks and then we'll do the disappointing teams uh Knicks I mean I think they're the biggest surprise out of out of all four of these teams that I listed and any other team out there I think they might be the most in the league Kenny I think they were projected to win 21 or 22 games at the beginning of the season and and what are they you know they're already at 30 31 right you know so hats off to Thibodeau hats off to the coaching staff hats off to the players you know it's a team with an old school feel to it meaning Kurt meaning sis a team that I saw in the 90s that hustled all the time played defense you know yeah those next teams they had the Patrick Ewing we don't have the Patrick Ewing but you know, Julius Randle has become an MVP type of player this year. Uh, R.J. Barrett's become a, a man. You know, he he's opened my eyes. Beginning of the year, I was ready to trade him. I was like, yeah, let's move on from him. I was wrong about him. You know, I take all the credit. You, all, you always give me the credit for Randle, but I was wrong about Barrett. Uh, Bullock, Burks, uh, quickly, you know, what can you say? You know, you can't say nothing bad about these guys. Right. Derrick Rose coming over for DJS, Dennis Smith Jr., DSJ. Brilliant move, you know, and he comes to plays 20, 30 minutes a game, and that's all we need from him. You know, he's, he's become a leader on the team, on the second team especially. So I think this team, not saying it because I'm a Knicks fan, I think this team can go into the playoffs – if we can get a four, a five, or a six seed, I think we're going to be in great shot at winning a first-round playoff series. And I want the Nets, Kurt. That's my take on it. You know it. what I want. I mean, I don't have that's, to tell that's you that. My little, that's my little thing on the Knicks. I know you're a big Knicks fan. Let Cisco, you, you say what you want about them, but I think this team's going places. And you know what? Got money next year to spend. Spend it on what you need most, mm-hmm. a point guard. Yep. That's it. You know, and then bring in the, the, the supporting players because you got Randall, you got Barrett. Give give me the point guard. Go all in on the point guard, and that's it. Kurt, sis, what do you want? Go ahead, sis. Uh, again, I, they're playing good. How far they're going to go, only time will tell. You know, that's basically all I can add to it. 
I mean, you, you just got to be ecstatic as a Nick fan. I mean, you know, we absolutely. Were, we were all mm-hmm. talking about, okay, what are we going to do with our two picks? Are we going to tank? But th- there's no more tank. That That's over. That's done. That garbage. Right. Yeah. Listen, we're talking playoffs now, sis. You know, yeah. like we're talking playoffs. And, you know, again, you just you start here and, you know, like, listen, that, they were bad. And they were just not even bad wins and losses. They were bad runly front offices. They were yeah. a joke. They were on the back page. All that stopped. You know, I was talking to Jen about this a couple of weeks ago. A guy like Thibodeau, just stop that. You don't see the, 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 the media anymore acting stupid. That stopped. He stopped it. There's no yep. more mockery there. Leon Rose, World Wide West, Scott Perry there. But really, Rose and World Wide West, they, they put an end to that. You don't see this media running around. Again, the media is going to mock this and mock that. And no more. No more. You're going to start no. getting ready. Now, you know. Zion, I love playing in the garden. We're going to start hearing this again. And I know Paul doesn't want to hear it, but we're going to hear it because you know what? It is New York. And all they had to do was be relevant. And they're more than relevant. And you know what? Now, Kenny, you're saying the the, the tough decision, I was talking to you off the air, the tough decision now is what do you do? Because you know that next great player in the NBA. You know, I, I threw out a name before to you, Steph Curry. Some one of these stars within the next two years is going to say, "I want out, and I want to go to New York." Now, do you keep building? The question is, do you keep building like you're saying? It's RJ. See, sis, let me ask you this. Kenny, Kenny made a point. He said, "Okay, Julius Randle, RJ Barrett, right? Okay, keep building, keep building, keep building. That's the quote-unquote right way to do it." But now, all of a sudden, boom. Here comes Steph Curry next year saying, I need a change. Get me to New York. Do you do the 360 and say, let's go. Let's add him in. What, that's going to be the dilemma because somebody or one or two are going to want to come. What do you do if you're Leon Rose and the Knicks, sis? You break up what you got and bring them in or do you keep doing what Kenny's saying Give these two guys and build and build and build. What do you do, sis? You back up. You back up the Brinks truck and bring in Curry. Uh, that, you have to. You have to. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. What I'm saying is, you know, I don't want to give up now. Like, you know, I was all about trading Barrett earlier in the year for for a stud. I don't want to give up Barrett's untouchable. I'm not giving up Julius Randle. Oh no, no, I'm with you on that, Kenny. I'm not either. You know, those are my two untouchables on the team and quickly. Obi Kurt, who called in. Barrett last year, Kurt? You did. You said he was going to be the best player in that draft. Yeah. It was a great call. Now, that being said, I don't know if I want to build through the draft because quickly was a diamond in the rough. We, we found him like a needle in a haystack. You're not going to get those players in the 20s every year that become stars. Right. No, you're not. not. I agree. So if you got a chance to get a Steph Curry and give away, you know, draft picks that aren't going to be lottery picks, give a Kevin Knox up, give an Obi Toppin up. You got Randall. You know what? Randall's proved his point. He's here to stay. He right. wants to be here. You know what? We drafted Obi Toppin. It didn't pan out, but we made up for it and quickly. So, you know what? Give up a Kevin Knox, give up a Mitchell Robinson. If you have to, Give up the other players, 
leave your nucleus here. Barrett, quickly, and uh, Randall. Okay, now, Paul and just... Then, Paul, then you have Curry with that team, and you're good. With okay, Paul aspects. just made one great point. I'm going to ask both of you. I'm going to start with, with Sis. Kenny just named R.J. Barrett, Julius Randall, and um, Emmanuel quickly. Paul's coming back saying you can't get Curry unless you give up one of those three. For, St for Steph Curry, sis, Randall, Barrett, or Emmanuel quickly, would you trade at would you trade one of them? Yep. Yep. Quickly. Kenny. I would agree with sis, Kurt, because you're getting the same type of player in Curry who's more Mature, prove it. But you get in the star. You get in the star. The same type of player. You get in the star. The proven but, commodity. But you quickly, you're getting the same. You're giving them a younger player that plays like Curry, but you're getting the Steph Curry in return. Right. I mean, I'm gonna try like hell to just give them picks and you know Obi Toppin and whatever. I'm gonna try, but if push comes to shove, like Paul's saying, and they say I need one of them. I got to give up quickly for Steph Curry, too. But like Sis said, how could you turn down Steph Curry? We talked about that yeah. today. Him in the garden would be absolutely, I'm going to be, insane. It, it would be insane. I, like, there's not, like, I understand, like, people were saying, like, LeBron and, yeah, but, I mean, Curry in the garden, like, going for 50, like, just lighting it up like that, like, it would just no, be not, insane. It would be insane. Le, that LeBron, that would be bad chemistry for the Knicks. No, no, but I'm saying Curry there, it would just be insane. insane. You asked me this question three months ago, I'm telling you Barrett. But Barrett, I was 100% wrong about him. Barrett is opened my eyes. All right, so let me ask you this then, Kenny. Would you do it for R.J. Barrett? No. Sis, would you? No. So, I know. I know. Because he's only 20 years old, and he just became a man in the last two No, I, I agree. He's 20 years old. I am yeah. not doing it for RJ I know Quickly's. I know Quickly's young, too, but you're getting the same kind of player. You're getting the Steph Curry from Emmanuel Quickly, who's a shooter. All right. I'm going to give you one offer. I'm just going to throw this offer out. You ready? Steph Curry and... I got to take one of their bad contracts. So maybe say Andrew Wiggins for, you ready? Mitchell Robinson, Emmanuel Quickly, Obi Toppin, and three number one picks. Kenny, are you doing that? Three number one picks? Three number one picks. Yes, because if I bring Steph Curry over... I'm not going to be a lottery pick. I'm going to be a championship caliber team. So you're going to be picking around 30 with those those three number one picks for three years. Okay, sis, what about you? Obi Toppin, quickly, Mitchell Robinson, and three number one picks for Steph Curry. You doing it if you're the Knicks? Get the paperwork ready. <laughs> Me too. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. Hey. Oh, listen to this me. one. Listen to this one, Paul Wait, saying – Okay. But by all means, I want everybody out there to understand. I love quickly. I don't want to get rid of quickly. Right, right. But, but if you got to, you got to give something to get something. Hey, That's Paul's it. got an idea. Paul said, "Sign the guy from New Orleans with a smiley face. He makes Randall tradable." Zion, Mister Zion. When's he available? When's those rookie contracts? Up? I want to say probably after three years. I mean, you know, I don't know if he's going to get that big extension. Like, did he probably sign it? But um, I don't know. 
Now, you know? Paul, I was talking, just talking to Kurt this morning about this. My guy in this in that draft is there in a small market team also called the Grizzlies. You bring him over as a little point, getting New York City all wound up for the next next. Give him a you know he's going to get get big money when his contract is up, rookie contracts up. Bring JM over, Mister Moran, running the show. I'll take it. So, no, that was good. Uh, yeah, I mean the Knicks are going places, boys. You know they they're going places. You know absolutely. And and you know what, sis? I know you're going to agree 100 percent with me. It's more rewarding when a team isn't expected to do anything. Like for example, if the Knicks were expected to do this. Right. Yeah, we'd be happy, but we're not going to be ecstatic. Right. The Yankees, on the other hand, they're supposed to be winning and they're losing. So that's why Correct. we're so, that's why we're so down on them. Yep. But if they were doing well, we'd be happy. But this Knicks team isn't supposed to be doing anything, so that's why we're ecstatic. Exactly. Yep. Correct. So. Uh, Paul <laughs> saying after next year, same as when Randall's contract runs out. Here you go. <laughs> I'll bring him in. You know, that's the one guy I had to bring in for my boy, Randall. So. Uh, I, you know, Randall's my boy. He's been my boy since this whole, since he came to the Knicks. I said, this is the guy I wanted. You know, I'm happy he's doing things that I didn't even expect. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he might just fit in Tibbs' uh, you know, schemes. So that's why he's having such a great year. You know, he might be one of those coach players that, you know, Tibbs coach as well, like Derrick Rose. You know, Derrick Rose has his best seasons with Tibbs. Yep. Maybe Randall falls into that category. You know, Randall goes to another team. He might drop three or four points on his average. You don't know. Uh, real quick, and then we'll get into Sis's second segment, Rapid Trivia. Okay. Top of your head. Just top of your head. Give me some disappointing teams this year. We did the surprises. I'm going to throw the Raptors out there. Oh, yeah, Definitely. I mean, they they were supposed to be what top three, top four. How about 14? how about new How about New Orleans? Yeah, I would throw them in there. So we got Raptors, Pelicans, uh, Heat, Miami Heat. Yeah, but they, they, I still I think they could still bounce back though. No, but I mean, disappointing right now if the season ended today. I'm gonna go New Orleans. Co- uh, Coach Breslin saying I think the Knicks are heading in the right direction and can now start getting free agents with Tibbs as coach and winning big yeah. or, or a big trade coach or a big trade big uh yeah i think the raptors would be my number one choice for sure and paul saying the nets big three has played how many eight games together eight what are they doing tonight against the raptors uh, all i know is somebody wrote the other night it says instead of calling them brooklyn they call them brooklyn and I like that. The Nets are playing Toronto, right? Yeah. And I will try to find the score for you. The Nets lost by 11. The Nets lost by 11? Lost by 11. They were up by 12 at half. They lost by 11. Kyrie was, Kyrie was playing. Blake Griffin was playing. Of course, Harden's hurt, and now Mr. Durant's hurt. So good luck, Brooklyn. Getting yourself a championship this year. That is the one team I will not put a penny on to win a championship this year. 
I would take the Lakers any day over them. Any day. Good luck. Good luck, Brooklyn. So, yeah, if I had to pick one of these teams, Kurt, I'm going to go Raptors as my biggest disappointment. Okay. And uh, I'm going to go to Heat as well because the Heat were just in the playoffs. You know, finals. Finals last year. And they're barely in the playoffs. Pacers are a little disappointing. Yeah. Brogdon and, and uh, Sabonis. Anybody else in the West off the top of your head? You know, Dallas a little bit? I mean, Dallas, you know, they're heating up a little bit. Dallas maybe? I guess the, the the Spurs and Rockets, I guess, right? Oh, Rockets are bad. They sold Coach Breslin's saying going to be hard if the Nets don't get, you know, Nets keep getting hurt and they, that they can't build any chemistry together. And he agrees with Kenny about the heat. Sis, you ready for your second segment and your hot and up and coming segment, rapid trivia? Ready to go. All right, Kurt, you ready? I don't know if I'm ready. I'm ready. I got, I call, I'm calling it hard is hitters this, with is sis. Is this a contest too, sis? Is this a chance for me to redeem myself? Oh, you want to make it a contest? Let me, uh, turn, let me turn to my scorecard. All right. Hold up. Just so Kurt knows, we will do as many, we'll, we'll either finish the segment or 15 minute time limit. Is okay. that cool with you, sis? Here we go. Kurt, Charles Alexander at LSU, 1975 to 1978. What pro team drafted him? What was his name? Charles Alexander. And what sport is this? Football. I think you're in trouble, Kurt. I'm going to say the Saints. Minus. Do I get a chance to steal the point? No, no, no. Oh, I'm you just want to throw a guess you out get, there, though? Yeah, you know what? Yeah, hold up. I'm wrong. You, you do get because this is not yes and no. Okay. My guess is going to be Philadelphia Eagles. We'll give you a minus. Who was it? It was the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. Coach President saying I should just say the Broncos if I don't know it. Kurt, actually, we'll go to Kenny first this time. Kenny, 2004, which player finished second in the Heisman voting? What college did he go to? Who was it and what college did he go to? 2004. 2004, the player in the college that he went to. I'm going to say the college was Nebraska. Nope. All right, so I'm out. Kurt. Two thousand four, two thousand. <laughs> Man, these he are like Final Jeopardy questions tonight, Kurt. He he don't know it. He's getting a minus. Is the college LSU? There's your minus. It was Adrian Peterson. It was Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Ooh, good one. That's a good question. Mr. Valenti, the 1980 Holiday Bowl with Jim McMahon, his Hail Mary pass was thrown to who? What player caught that pass? You're getting ready for your third minus of the night. <laughs> I mean, it was BYU. Yep, 1980 so Holiday Bowl. So it was um, 
McMahon to, I'm yeah. going to say, Jason Smith. There's your third minus, Mr. Kirkpatrick. <laughs> I'm going to take a minus, but can you give me a hint? I'm, I want the minus. I'm, I'm not keeping no, I, I don't give hints. I don't play them games. I'm, I'm old school. I was going to say minus, but my hint is, was he? did he make it to the NFL? But I want the minus anyway. Okay, yeah, he did. He made it to the NFL. Okay. Yep. The answer is Clay Brown. We've never got that. <laughs> I'm just going to name the last name, so maybe he'll give it to us if we get the last sure. name. You ready, Kurt? Yes, I am. <laughs> Mr. Frank Sinkwish, first halfback in SEC to win the Heisman Trophy. What college did he play for? Ole Miss. There's number four in the minus column. Kenny? Auburn. No. And there's another and another minus. Kurt would have known that. Okay. Who was it, Alabama? It was Georgia. Ooh, I was going to go Florida as my second guess. Tennessee was going to be mine. Kurt, if you don't get this, I'll be very disappointed. Doug Flutie's Hail Mary pass was caught by what receiver? And he played in the pros. It was his roommate, wasn't That's it? That's right. Um, yeah, yeah. The name, not roommate. That don't work. <laughs> um, Hayden Miller. That's number five in the minus column for Mr. Valenti this evening. Kenny? Mr. Yeah, okay. Something Mr. with an, something with an F. Uh, Francis? Francis? Nope. I remember watching that live. Gerald Philoman. I think I was at your house when that happened. Okay, let's move right along. You're at my house? How could you be at my house? That was in 1985. I think I was there in, in spirit. <laughs> Penny. I was trying out for, seat for, for the Giants when it happened. 2000 and 2004, this college pulled in the most recruiting class. 2003-2004. I'll give you one hint. They almost got beat out by LSU, but then the kid changed his mind and he went to the school that had the top recruiting class in 203 and 204. You're working on your sixth minus if you missed this. <laughs> Who's up first? You are. <laughs> I'm going to go Texas. Nope. Mr. Valenti. Miami? Man, you guys are running neck and neck in a minus column here tonight. What Miami was, it? was going to be my guess, but I thought that was too easy. Who was, was it? Uh, it was USC. Ooh, Coach Breslin threw out Nebraska. Yeah, he was wrong too. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go to Kurt. Just kidding, Coach. We'll go to Kurt with this one. If either one of you two don't know the answer to this, I'll be extremely disappointed. The nation's top quarterback award every season. It's given to, obviously, the top quarterback. What is the name of the award? Tony? Oh, my God. Doak Walker's running back. Right. The O'Brien Trophy. Bingo. We got a plus. 
Finally got somebody on a board with a plus. Coach Breslin said Seton Hall for the top recruiting school. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, Coach. Yeah. Kenny, you should know this one. The team that beat the Ohio State Buckeyes in 2001 to break Bear Bryant's 324-game winning streak. They beat Ohio State. Penn State? Oh, we got a tie. He got a tie. (laughs) Good one, Kenny. Mr. Valenti, before Carson Palmer in 2002, who was the last Pac player to win the Heisman Trophy? <laughs> Shaking his head. <laughs> Not a good sign. <laughs> so wait, before Carson Palmer. Before Carson Palmer in 2002, the last packed player to win the Heisman Trophy. Is it somebody from Washington? I don't know. I'm uh, and I should. I don't. I uh, right. Not sure. So you you don't even want to take a stab. Marcus Mariota. No, but he's afterwards. Minus no. Mr. Kilpatrick. It's killing me because I know. I know who was after. I can't think of who was before. I bet you there's a big gap. That's what I'm it gonna, is, Kenny. It's a big gap. I'm going to take a huge stab, and I'm going to say Marcus Allen. Rich Atwood Whoa, said. Oh, what a stab. You he got was. it? Yes, yes, he did. Rich Atwood, told- Kenny, from YouTube. Rich is saying nobody won from Washington for the Heisman Trophy. So that was a good if, one, Kenny. Good one. If either one of you people guessed this, It'll be dinner at Cleveland Steak when Kenny comes down. Early 80s, the University of Dayton. Who was the quarterback? Famous coach in the NFL. That's all I'll give you. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Coach Breslin saying, what about Rashard Salam from Colorado? Didn't he win the Heisman? Not not according to that question, no. No, I Google all of this, Kurt. Okay, go ahead. Early 80, University Oh, they were in the Big 12 at that time. Coach Breslin got it, so you're right. All right, thank you, Coach. Coach got my back. Coach got my back, but you're right, Kenny. You need need all the help you can get, but can you answer that question or no? Am I going? Yeah, the early 80s. I'm going to say Kenny Anderson. It's another minus, Mr. Kilpatrick. You you have the lead now. Two to one. Early 80s. You'll never get it. This is a tough one. Uh, yeah, no. I'm going to say, because he said it's tough, I'm going to say Sean Payton. J. 
John Gruden. Oh, you're close, Kenny. That was a good. I took a good stab at it, but I missed. You were close, Kurt. Which bowl since 2001 is played in Tampa, Florida? What is the name of that bowl? That's an easy one, Kurt. You should nail this. The Outback Bowl. You got it. We got a tie. Bang. Two two. Kenny, uh, Paul saying the Yankees update losing four nothing. We'll go to Kenny with this one. The University of Houston quarterback to win the Heisman Trophy. You should oh. take the lead on him here, Kenny. I got it. I got it. Andre Ware. You got the lead. Mr. Valenti. The Heisman Trophy of 2009. The Heisman Trophy winner. Kenny knows this answer, so you better get it, Kirk. Well, let me just think about this. Says before I can. It was the year before Cam Newton because Alabama Cam won it in 2010. Mm-hmm. So who won it? Um, wow. Kenny, Kenny knows this answer, I'm telling you. Wow. Joe Breslin, Coach Breslin saying liner. No, it's definitely an SEC team. I want to say it's an S. Uh, I'm going to say Derrick Henry. I don't know. Another minus. And Mr. Kirkpatrick, you can go four to two with the correct answer. I'm going to go Kurt's boy, Tim Tebow. You know, it's funny. That's a minus. You tried to stump me with this question. It was Mark Ingram. Oh, I said Henry. Oh, hey, here's one from Rich Atwood. He's saying, who is the Heisman Trophy winner of 1989? I'll give you more information on that. 1989, 88 Notre Dame won it. The Rocket didn't win the Heisman, did he? Did Rocket Ishmael win the Heisman? Yes, he did. I believe he did. I don't know if he did. If he did, that would be my guess, 89. I think he did. The Rocket, yeah. I think the Rocket did win it. I don't know. My guess would be the Rocket, but I'm not sure if he won the Heisman. Or or, or is it Tony Rice? No, I don't think Tony Rice ever won it. Okay. But I don't think, I don't know if the the Rocket Rocket won it. I like the Rocket Ishmael guess. All right. Somebody else. Kenny, in 1989, this game was tied 10-10. Southern Miss against the University of Louisville. Brett Farr threw a ball that bounced off one receiver's helmet and landed into this receiver's hand for the winning catch. Who was it? Do you have the year or no year? 1989. 1989. I am wrong. I am wrong with Rocket Ishmael, by the way. Paul is saying it's Andre Ware for the 1989. But go ahead. I don't know because I'm drawing a blank. I'm going to pass. Take a hard pass. All right. Kurt, the game was tied 10-10. Southern Miss. Tory Smith. Oh, Barry Sanders was 89. 
Barry Sand. I'm gonna go Tory Smith. That's a that's a minus. No clue. Who was it? Daryl Tillman. Kenny, you should definitely get the, either you or Kurt. You're both high school knowledgeable uh, football fans. 2004. De La Salle's team was snapped. A 13-game winning streak. Who was the team that did it in 1991? They had a 13-year winning streak, De La Salle. This team snapped it in 1991. All right, I'll let you guess first. If just you Wait a minute. Down. They snapped it? They're the team that snapped it or they started it? No, they snapped it. They broke it. I thought Bosco was the team that broke, that stopped it, but that was. No, don't go against the master here. Don't go against the master. By the way, Kenny, real quick before we comment, Rich Atwood saying he used to play football with Barry Sanders in high school. He was a fullback. He was the running back number three at Wichita North State High School. That's awesome, Rich. Awesome. That That's great. Be nice, pull, nice blocking for Barry Sanders. Coach yeah. Breslin saying Demanta. No. no. Kenny, you got anything? Uh, That's awesome, know. Rich. We got to get. You know what? Rich has to come on our high school show. We got to get that high school in uh, Wichita North High School on our high school show on Tuesdays. I'd love to do something. Rich, reach out. I'll reach out to you, and we'll get a. Uh, Exchange numbers and stuff, and I'll, we'll, we'll cover that high school on our high school show. Absolutely. Uh, or if he no, can get, or if he can get Barry Sanders on this show, I'll take that too, Kenny. <laughs> what do you think, sis? Barry on the show? Yeah. <laughs> we got any answers, boys, or no? I got no answers, sis. I'm gonna give. We're gonna have to give Kurt a chance to catch up. So we got to do at least two more, and then we gotta. Who was it, sis? Wrap it up. Elville High School out of Washington State. We'll give Kurt a chance to at least tie. If he can tie, we'll give him the tiebreaker. Hold up. Hold up. Okay. We'll give him a Nick one. We'll give him a Nick one. Okay. Hold up. What fan? I want to know what fan Rich is because we're doing a draft show next uh, Thursday. Yeah, Rich. What fan? Rich. What's your, who's your favorite NFL team? We're looking for some people to join us live or through comments uh, through, throughout the draft on Wednesday and Thursday. We're doing some shows. Okay. So if he's still out there listening, if he wants to let us know his team or if he wants to join. Absolutely. Go ahead, Mr. Sis. Hit me up. No, these are um, these other ones are um, what do you call it? They're yes and no. So okay, so then I and that was that wrapped it up, and I ended up winning that one. So we're tied one one. Look how look how look how fast this guy took the victory. Yeah, he did. He did. Hey, he deserves it. He won. Okay. Good job, sis. Yeah, good job. That was good. I like the I like the hard the hard questions that they really 
really enjoyed that. I, I really, really enjoyed that. Next week, it's going to be all Mickey Mouse questions. <laughs> uh, Kurt, you're up. All in, on the fence, I'm out. Okay. We talked real quick. So this is simple, guys. Again, you're either going to, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you a topic. I'm going to explain my point first. And I'm going to say to you, Rich is saying, I want to go with Kansas City Chiefs. I know that they lost against Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl, but he's saying the Chiefs. Here's the thing. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, you're going to let me explain for like a minute or two. I'm going to give you a scenario. And then I'm going to say with that scenario, with what I just tell you, are you all in with that? Are you on the fence? Or are you out with my statement about what I say? Okay? So first things first. Last week we talked about, I believe it was last week, right? We talked about when we say NFL draft or whatever. And whatever draft, you know, that we don't believe in. Okay, if I really, if I want to take a running back high, I could take that running back high, right? I don't have to wait, whatever. We're all saying if we like them, pick them, whatever. My next point, though, is let me ask you this, sis. What is the most important position in football? On offense or defense? Just in general, the most important position. It's got to be quarterback. So, uh, Kenny, what's yours? Quarterback. Okay, quarterback, right? We all agree to that. You need the quarterback. So when we start talking about NFL draft and we hear, okay, how much is too much? to go get a player, to go get a quarterback, right? Coach Breslin saying quarterback. So we all agree. I agree. We we'll have four people saying quarterback. But now it's like the cost, okay? We hear already. We've seen some people. We've seen Mike Ditka when he went for Ricky Williams, a running back, and he traded his entire draft for him. You know, you hear some people that are given two, three, four, uh, number one picks you're already seen this year. The San Francisco 49ers swapped picks this year and gave an additional. So it really comes down to three number one picks to move number three spot. You know, we all, we, we always said it's, it's very hard to get a legit franchise quarterback. So if you're looking like this year, all right, we're going to take my Broncos, for example. We're, take, we're drafting at number nine, okay? We're drafting at number nine. We know quarterbacks right now are going to go one, two, and three, okay? It's going to be Lawrence, Wilson, and whoever the Niners take. But say the Broncos love Mac Jones, Justin Fields, or Trey Lance, okay? Nine to four. Some people might go and say, but I can't give up two number one picks to do that. My answer is this. And I said this to Jim Sickinger on the show. Kenny, sis, you guys can answer. Right now, would the Kansas City Chiefs, if somebody offered the Kansas City Chiefs four, five, or six number one picks, would they trade Patrick Mahomes? No. Sis? No. Okay. So no. why does it matter? If you love this guy, now you better be right. You better be right. Because if you're wrong, you're going to be down for, by the way, breaking news, Trey Young is seriously, seriously injured. Um, so that's just a little breaking news. But you better be right because if you miss one, GM's probably going to get fired and it's going to set your team five to six years because... 
you're gonna, you know, you're, you're, you're not gonna have picks. But if I'm the Denver Broncos, and I love Mac Jones, if I got to give up this year's one, next year's one, and another one, if he pans out and he's the quarterback of that future, was it worth it? So yeah. why do why does it really matter when people look and they say, I can't give up more than number one. I can't give up another number one. I can't give this up. Why? It doesn't matter. You know, you look at these players, you look at these guys in the NFL, like, and again, the Chiefs were the Chiefs went up, I want to say it was 13, 13 picks. Did it matter what they gave up? It's what, like you just said, you wouldn't trade them for six number ones. So my point in all of this is if I love that quarterback, get Paul saying Trey Younger, if I love that quarterback and that's my, and I'm saying in my opinion, he's now I'm going to be honest, Drew Locke, what's your boy, um, Daniel Jones, I'm like right now that wouldn't work. I'm saying you better get him by year two, year three. He better be a top five quarterback in the league. Have you have a shot to win the championship? I don't care what I got to give up. I really don't. I got to give up four ones. You know what? For me to get a franchise quarterback that I'm going to have for the next 10 to 12 years, I'm going all in. Giving up whatever it takes. I'm not taking a chance. I'm not taking a chance that sis is going to steal him from me. I'm going to get him. So, Kenny, when I call you and you say, Kurt, you want to move from nine to four? I need three ones. I'm all in and I'm doing it. Are you guys doing it? Kenny. I'm on the fence. Why? Team needs. If if I have a team that is you're the Denver Broncos, you got everything but a quarterback. That's why I'm on the fence. If I got a team that only needs a quarterback, then yes, I'm in. But if I got a team that's one in fifteen and I got ten needs, I'm not giving up three or four draft picks to get a quarterback and then have no future in in draft for the next three four years okay so let me ask this because coach breslin just said because if you are bad does one player make that much of a difference if you can't block for them and have no weapons the middle of pack and better teams yes you can make that choice the top 10 teams probably don't have enough to do it so i'm going to throw it back to coach breslin and i'm going to say you know what we're going to say this right now as the broncos because they have a top they're definitely going to be a top 10 there's talk of a top 3 or a top 5 defense in the league they have a lot of weapons they have a good offensive line now they're going to run the ball run the ball play defense right they don't have a quarterback so i'm going to ask coach breslin i'm going to throw it to you guys again if you were the broncos coach breslin would you do that so kenny you're saying you're on the fence i'm on the fence but I will say, I'm going to bring the 49ers into this again. Besides the quarterbacks, who is the one player in this draft where you don't know where he's that he can be drafted as high as number four or as low as number 15? And he's a game changer on offense. You're going to say Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. So if you know he can go at number four, 
am I crazy for saying a team like the 49ers, a team like the 49ers, if you compare, sis, if you compare Kyle Pitts and George Kittle, Who's going to stop that? But you can't give up. But, but here's the thing. He could bring I, his team to the Super Bowl. That's how good he is. I, I agree with you in, in, in per se, but they're not giving up three number one draft picks. I, hey, Kyle. Well, see, I, I agree. Sis, 100%. I agree with Sis. You just can't do it. You can't no, do the, it. But the reason we're talking about this is you brought up Ricky Williams years ago. They gave up their whole draft for Ricky Williams. So why is it out of the question? Is my re re return? Coach, I, I don't think it's. I don't think it's out of the question. I think it's highly unlikely. Let's put it that way. Right. See, Coach Breslin saying yes. If he, if I am the Broncos, you do that deal. You give it up. See, the You just you can't do it because Kyle Pitts isn't like. Like, let's be honest. Who's the best tight end in football? Kelsey. Right now? Kelsey, right? Right now? Yeah. I wouldn't say Kelsey. No, I did. Oh. Kittle, if he's healthy. But here's, see, here's my thing. Kittle, Kelsey, you could take Waller. And Coach Breslin can, Coach Breslin can uh, attest to this more than me. But I could tell you right now. If Coach Breslin's running a defense, he can 100% completely eliminate Travis Kelsey from a game. Now, he might get blown over the top. He might be doing that. They might be going vert nines, nines, and nines, like nine routes and post routes, and Travis, uh, Tyreek Hill might be blowing it up. But, but sis, you're another good defensive guy. You could double team that tight end, and that tight end's got. I don't care how good you are. You you can take, take right that tight end out of that game. So I'm yeah. not giving up all those picks to get. And, and you don't even know if Kyle Pitts is that good, but if he is, I'm still. I could take him away from that game. You know, that's. I just. I can't do it for anybody, but I. You know. Now, maybe if you had a now, Kenny, I'll change your mind. If you had a lockdown, I mean a lockdown, if you had a franchise quarterback and you had that already, maybe. But there's no way you can go up and trade three, three ones. Coach Breslin saying the GM better be right for the quarterback. They just, I, I don't know. Like, I, I agree question, with Sis. You can't do it. Right. My question for you guys and Coach and anybody else out there. Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence starting day one? Yes. Jets, Zach Wilson starting day one? I would. Yeah. 49ers. Garoppolo there. They don't trade Garoppolo. Is Justin Fields or Mac Jones starting day one? But see, this is I'm you know what? No, no, I'm just asking the question because here's the point I'm gonna Okay, make. I don't know about day one. Garoppolo's okay, I don't, here's the thing. I don't know about day one for San Francisco, but I'm gonna tell you this. I don't care if San Francisco starts off at 2-0 because here, here's this is how I'm looking at it. San Francisco is good, right? San Francisco yeah. is a very good team. Sis, tell me if you agree with me or disagree with this. San Francisco is very good. But the problem while you're looking at a quarterback is you don't trust and you don't believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. So could the 49ers start off 3-0 and because their defense is elite? Yes, but 
once he's ready to play, and I mean if he's ready to play week four, I don't care what Garoppolo does. I don't care what he As soon as he's ready, you put all your marbles into that third pick, he's got to play. Sis, agree or disagree with me? It's not even a case of agreeing or disagreeing. The only thing I'm going to say is, is it Justin Fields or is it my boy from Alabama, Mac Jones? Right. That, but, but Kenny made a great point. Like, if you're in a fort, like the Jets and Jaguars, those guys should just play right away. Right? I mean, what do you, they're not going to be good teams. Let them play, let them get the experience. But Kenny's saying this team is a Super Bowl, is a Super Bowl contender. But if you, again, why, why are we trading all these picks for a quarterback if we still say, hey, we believe in Jimmy Garoppolo? They can say whatever they want now. They want to trade him, like Coach Breslin's saying. They're going to try, they're going to trade, get picks and trade Jimmy Garoppolo. They're not, no going, to sit, they're not going to sit there now and say, we don't want right. Jimmy Garoppolo. But right. they said we don't want Jimmy Garoppolo because they traded up to number three. Right. Isn't that saying we don't want Jimmy <laughs> that, Garoppolo? That tells you we don't want Jimmy. We don't yep. want Jimmy. So. But, you know, whether if they do have him, you play him, but he's got to play. He's got to play. Just, I, I, I think Mac Jones on the right team will be a great – got a chance to be a great quarterback in the NFL. But on the wrong team, in my opinion, he could be the next Josh Rosen. And if the 49ers do not trade Jimmy Garoppolo and the 49ers draft Mac Jones – I would not have confidence in Mac Jones having a good career in San Francisco. Justin Fields can come in and be a hybrid type like a Taysom Hill at the beginning and switch it up on the offense a little bit. And, and that's why I think it's Justin Fields if, if the Niners aren't trading Jimmy G. See, I think uh, I'll, I'll stick to my original during the Ohio State quarterback that ever played big time in the pros. Sorry. I am not. High, I am not high on Justin Fields at all. Not at all. And you know what? I'm going to be very bold, and this is just bold that I'm not 100. percent I'm close to 100, percent but I'm not 100 percent that it's going to be a quarterback, which is crazy. It's crazy. But if you put this kid who's compared to to Waller and pair him up with Kittle, that's a Super Bowl contender, guys, and that's what I want. With a quarterback who's NFL ready in Garoppolo, I know it's crazy. I know it's crazy, and I know no one's said it. I'm saying it. I'm making that bold prediction like I did with Randall. You okay? would get, but Kenny, Randall. you would get run right out of San Francisco. You would because you better win a Super Bowl this year. You would get if run they out. take. If you, Kurt, you're saying if they take Pitts, he would get run right out. They would. They would. Destroy, I totally They agree. would destroy. Both of those guys would be gone. And, I totally and he's agree. a good GM and a great coach, and they would be gone right. because right. you, you now, can't now do you that. Now you say run out of. You say run out of town. Why? It's not giving up on Trevor Lawrence. You're not passing up on Trevor Lawrence. You're not passing up on Zach Wilson. It's because you traded passing up on the third best quarterback in the draft. Right, but you traded those other two ones to go get him. That's the problem. Because this that's, kid, like, that's like you traded in three Cadillacs to, to buy a Volkswagen. Right, you're not going to do thing. that. Right, hey, I agree. I, I know, sis. It's bold. I'm making a bold prediction. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm laughing too. Because I don't fun. think it's going to happen, but I would. But no. I'm going to tell you guys right now. I'm going to make that bold prediction that I'd be the one that wouldn't be surprised. Are you Are you sure you're a Giant fan or a 49ers fan? What was that, sis? 
Are you sure you're a Giants fan still, or are you, are you jumping over to the Golden Gate 49ers? No, I'm a Giants fan. Die hard. Uh, the way you're talking, man, like I, I, I thought for a minute maybe you jumped ship. No, I'm just looking at it as, as a football fan. You just sit nailed the head on the, the nail on the coffin, sis. Ohio State quarterbacks have Bust. never proved anything to me. And, and unfortunately, the Alabama quarterbacks lately haven't done well. So okay, so let me, in... add, let me ask you this, Kenny, okay? Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons have who is their quarterback? Matt Ryan. Okay, would you still say he's a pretty decent quarterback in football? I still say he's got a couple of years left. Okay, yes. so why then, think about it, the, the, the wise thing to do and what assisted in our mock draft last week was take Kyle Pitts for them, right? Yes. Okay, wise thing to do. But yes. why then are they still, we're going to trade down, we still may take a quarterback, because the quarterback is such a premium position to have. How, you know, if you're the Falcons, I don't want to be in the top four for the next, I'm trying to win with Matt Ryan, right? So when are you going to be in the top four again? You still have a shot if you like Lance or Fields to get him. So there's still talk about it. It's a no-brainer. Go get Kyle Pitts, like Sis said, no-brainer. But it's not such a no-brainer because that quarterback position. So, thing you're saying the opposite by saying, "I'm gonna buy, I'm gonna go and pay, like to go get him." I just, I, I, I let me ask here. You haven't two years ago. You were in a Super Bowl, right, with a team that ran the ball and played defense, San Francisco, right? You didn't win the Super Bowl because of your quarterback. He missed Emmanuel Sanders wide open on a post route, wide open. You hit that. Yep. Kansas they would have won the game. Kansas they City never the wins the title. You're the champ. Right. That's right. Okay. So great you're going to sell me the fan base, the ownership that you're going to give up your, your, in the next two years, the next two years, you're going to give up number one picks and you're going to win a Super Bowl with a guy that pretty much lost that game for you. And you're going to say, well, you're going to win it now because you're going to go double tight end. I just, you can't sell me on that. You can't. You've all seen the movie Draft Day. But right? who's your quarterback? You got the same quarterback. You got the same guy. That You're the reason why you traded then, up. Well, then I'm sorry. Like my next, then Jimmy Garoppolo's got to be traded by Draft Day. On draft night, he better get traded. Why? You're just going to have this guy, you know. You've seen the movie Draft Day. But Coach Breslin said he, they're going to trade him. Right. They need to trade him then. I'm not I'm, I'm not coming out and saying the 49ers are going to draft Kyle Pitts. I'm just throwing a different scenario out right, there. Right, but I'm saying what do you realistically think you're going to get? Fence. Back to your only on the fence. I'm on the fence because it's what a team needs. Am I giving up a draft if I have 10 needs and I'm going to be 1-15 and and I got no draft picks for the future? No. But if I'm a team like the Broncos and I need a quarterback and I got a defense and I've got a solid offense, decent offensive line, I got a running back, yes, I'm going to do that. So it depends on the team is why I'm on the fence. But the whole thing with the 49ers, I'm saying, I don't know if they need the quarterback. It's Justin Fields. And Mac Jones, nothing to take anything away from either one of them for what they did in college, but are they opening up my eyes and I'm saying, oh, my God, I need to, to, to 
get one of these okay, guys. Okay, but let me just let me just answer this. By the way, we just got I am a Super Bowl contender. But we just they are considered a Super Bowl contender. Okay, we just got a comment from Restream. Congratulations, you've reached a hundred messages today with Restream. So thank you to our audience. But awesome. I'm I'm gonna get this because we got a couple minutes left. I'm just gonna answer this. Okay. You mentioned about the Super Bowl contender, right? If you loved first off for, first off the 49ers totally screwed up. I don't know if you remember but I said two teams last year should have not paid their quarterbacks or got they, San Francisco and Dallas, but San Francisco says last year should have got rid of Garoppolo and signed Tom Brady. They didn't do it. They were stupid, and now they're stuck with him with the contract, and they're going to cost all these picks. They do not believe in him. I don't care what Kenny uh, Paul saying Nick's with them too. I don't care what Shanahan says, what John Lynch says. They do not believe in in Garoppolo. There's been rumors for over a year, and you do not go up to number three if you believe in your quarterback. No I way. I want to ask Coach Breslin a question. No way. And then we'll do Stump Kurt to end the show. Okay, perfect. I'm going to name some players on the Broncos, on the 49ers offense before the draft and then after the draft, okay? This is this is if I, I was drafting this guy, okay? Before the draft, Debo Samuel on one side, Brandon Ayuk on the other side, two speedsters, right? Okay? Yep. George Kittle, your tight end. That's before the draft. After the draft, Debo Samuel on one side, Brandon Ayuk on the other side, George Kittle, Kyle Pitts. How is the defense going to stop? That is my question. You know, maybe we'll have Coach Breslin on on next week, and he can. Yeah, you know, that would be good. Special. That would be good. We, we got. Let's do a whiteboard special with you next week's coach, and I'll ask that question uh, next week. If you know bold prediction, Kyle Pitts, which it most likely is not going to happen, but if it did, look how dangerous this team is to a defense. You got two guys in the middle you can't stop, and two guys on the outside that are speedsters. Okay. That's scary. It is scary, but That's scary how good that would be with an NFL ready quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo. We're not talking about a rookie quarterback. We're not talking about about a court. He's an NFL ready quarterback. I'm, I'm Coach, Bres- Coach I'm, Breslin I'm, said, "Sounds good." And sis, I'm going to go to you on the panel. You're the coach on the panel. Jimmy Garoppolo. He cost him the Super Bowl, sis. Right or wrong? Again, you said it before. He hits that pass. It's over. Good night, Irene. I can't, I watched it. Right. Like, you you can't win a Super over. Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. You're not. No. You're not. But they got to a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo. They got to the Super Bowl because, because again, defense. they played defense and they ran the ball. They were my the number point. one team. My point. My point. Number one defense. You don't need a great quarterback when you got the number one defense, but you put these four weapons with a with average quarterback. Here, Coach Breslin, here, here's your here's your spoiler for last week. He said, "Yes, it's scary, but I am going to force him to make tough throws and put pressure on that quarterback." There you go. We'll have the whiteboard next week. We'll 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 do some we'll do some players. What we'll do next week, Coach, if you're if you get the whiteboard. Sounds good. We'll do some of the receivers that are in the draft 
and how you would stop each receiver. We'll do the it'll top. Be a four, it'll be a four-man front, two linebackers, and five people in the secondary. Nick's have That's tied the you, game. This, and Sis and Coach Breslin can have fun with the whiteboard next That's week. That's how you stop All right, perfect. San Francisco with Pitts. All right, Let's here we go. Let's Kurt segment. Let's go. I'm roll, ready to roll. I'm 2-0 and from last week. Now I got we didn't do Briggsy tonight. Oh, we got to do Briggsy. We'll do Briggsy we tomorrow, do Kenny. We'll do Briggsy tomorrow. We'll do some Broncos We'll stuff do Briggsy tomorrow. tomorrow. All right, no Kurt. Problem. This question's a simple one. Who is currently the longest tenured Nick? The longest tenured? Frank Nielakina. 1-0. Good job. You ready for the next one? Yes, I am. Next one I got for you. Name the five Knicks that started the most games in 2019-2020. I want four out of five. That's last year. Last year. Okay. You're going to go. RJ? Four out of five. I'll, four out of five will get a tie. Less, I get the point. More, You get all five, you get the point. Okay. R.J. Barrett. Okay. Mitchell Robinson. Go ahead. Um, Morris, who got traded. Okay. Um, Randall. Okay. And probably Peyton. Okay, you're going to get a tie. So you're 1-0-1. It was Randall, Barrett, Morris, Peyton, Taj Gibson. Okay. Mitch had the Mitch Mitch the injury the injury. Yeah. So okay. You get a you get a tie on that. One. I got you with the you didn't think I was gonna get Morris though. Morris was good and I Gibson I thought I was gonna get John so you, I thought I was gonna have a chance for the point there so we're one on one for this week. Okay. The last one I got is a two parter so you get a chance for two points here. Name the four teams Steph Marbury has played for in the NBA is the first part. I'll let you do that one first. Okay. Knicks, Nets, Timberwolves, and Celtics. 0 oh, and 1. You missed the Suns, not the oh, Celtics. Ah, the Suns, mother. Well, you get a chance to to get get to wash this question out with a with a victory here. He got traded from Phoenix to uh I want to know one of the other one's really hard, one's going to be kind of you might you probably get the other one. I want to know one of it. One of the other two players that came along with Marbury in that trade that sent Howard Isley, Charlie Ward, Antonio McDice, might butcher this name, Marseille Lamp, and a first-round pick to the Suns. There's, I can tell you right now, you're not going to get one of these names, but you got a good chance of getting the other one. Yeah, the other one was Penny Hardaway. Yeah, so we're you got. Let you got me that. think of the other guy, Penny Hardaway. In, I don't know. You're I don't know. Get... Who is it? Cesare Trybansky. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Okay, so, so you were one. You got you got one right with two right, and you got one wrong and one tie. So you're two one and one for this week. Okay, and two and so I'm four one and one. Very good. I'll give you I'll give you the 1973 starting Nick team. <laughs> Phil Jackson, right? No, he was on the bench. Oh, he sat the pine, my friend. That was I'll uh give you, I'll give you two right out of the gate. Bill Bradley and Dave DeBusher. 
Frazier and Reed. Frazier and Reed, that a boy. And then it had to be, um, did Monroe start in 73? Yes, he did. Bingo. I wish I was around for that team. I was at the game with my dad. You got to watch the 30 for 30 on that. Me and Jen watched it. It's phenomenal. Is it good? Yeah, it was awesome. Kurt, you can keep the standings, right? So yep, 4-1-1. Four, four, one, one, four, one, one. All right, good job. Okay. Yep, Paul said Monroe. All right. So that's Fun the show. Hi, boys. Fun show. The trivia was great, sis. Yep. I beat Kurt with trivia. Kurt got me with your rapid fire. Uh, slump Kurt went well. I got him a little bit this week, sis. Uh, yeah, you did. You, did. Mm-hmm. you know, our good. we had a little fun little draft segment, and uh, Take 5 went well. It was a good overall show tonight, fellas. Sounds good. Thanks. We got to make sure we get Briggsy in tomorrow. Oh, yeah, Briggsy. Well, you know what? We're going to start with Briggsy tomorrow. That's the move. I was just going to suggest that. We'll start with Briggsy tomorrow. Sounds good. good. Absolutely. All right. Great show tonight. We will see you guys tomorrow. We're going to watch the rest of the Knicks game. The Knicks are up two. If you guys behave, I'll send you a couple of pictures tomorrow with me with a guinea tea on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. Green screen it. Yeah, I'll green screen that. You got to do the fiend tomorrow. Tomorrow's the fiend, by the way. Yeah, the fiend. You gotta, you gotta be the fiend, sis. You're disappointing me. You, uh, uh wait a minute. Let me write. I can't stand this. Shit. The fiend. F I E N D. That's that'll be the Bronco Mania segment. Yeah, the Bronco Mania segment. You have to, you have to somehow look Relax. like the fiend. Spell it for me. F I E N D. I gotta look like him. You have to kind of have a background of him, and for however you could do it with what you have background, at home. I'm at a table. You got a mop at home? Don't tell him okay. what it's gonna let. Let him look him up and see what he looks like, and he's got to look. Yeah, like I'll, him. I'll figure it. out. I gotta somehow look like this guy for how long? Two minutes, <laughs> just for a Bronco. The the ten minute Bronco Mania segment. Oh, it's just the magic of the green screen will make it happen. That's you guys it. are sick. This is a wrestler, right? Yeah, the the fiend. The, the magic, fiend. the magic of the green screen will make That'll it. That'll be my assignment tomorrow while I'm eating my egg whites. There you go. All, All right. right, fellas. All right, boys. Have a great night.